With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Truth Seeker. Welcome to my video. It has been brought to my attention that I stirred up some controversy on the Bob Larson uh, show that I did where he, uh, we were in a debate. Uh, I thought it was an interview. You know, I was asked to come on air and share my testimony and then the day of it was released and I um, seen it was promoted as a debate. I don't debate. I don't get on there and argue and try to convince him of my point. I'm not trying to convince anyone of anything anymore. If, if anything, I'm trying to show you. I don't want to tell you about the love of Christ. Let me show you the love of Christ. Right. So I started up some controversy because of some things that may not seem biblical or some things that seem controversial as far as biblical orthodoxy or whatever that's concerned. So I want to address some of those things, but also I want to talk about um, this term that a lot of people are starting to use, New Age Christians. They're calling us New Age Christians and, and, um, and, and even the, the tagline Christian on the end of that is kind of like a courtesy that, uh, you know, we're still, we still are believers, but we're just deceived, madly deceived. So um, many of you who are watching, uh, you get that label put on you as well when you talk about your truth and the things that God has shown you and what you believe or what you don't believe anymore. And so you get pushback. You get kickback from uh, your old church communities, from your family members, from random people on the internet, so much so that you don't share what God has given you, what you strongly believe and hold really dearly, beautifully. Uh, you don't share it with anybody because you don't want to cast your pearls before swine. Because every time you've done that in the past, people mock you and mark you and make fun of you and, and show you how it doesn't line up biblically and all of this stuff. But um, I want to say this, what I represent and what I bring to the table is to go into the community of where I came from, witchcraft and occultism. I'm not afraid of any of that stuff. They have, they're looking for what we have. And so I've went there and had conversations and, and go there and really have a heart for those people. And I really have a heart for the conversation. Like, let's talk about all of these concepts and aliens and UFOs and, and prana and chi. Let's talk about it from a biblical perspective. And what I brought to the table and have brought and continue to bring to the table is that I'm not judging them. I'm not debating them. I'm not proving that I'm right. And I've just sat down with these people and had a conversation and I found out that we have more in common than we thought. And I see that that's changing lives too. So if it ain't broke, don't fix it. 
And if it's working, keep doing it. Anybody who has followed my work for any period of time, they all have stories about how they found it, right? And most of the time they were looking up occult material. They were looking on how to leave your body, how to actually project, uh, alien contact, and all of these things that, that I like to talk about, but I couldn't talk about them with the church folks because they're just gonna tell you that um, you're demonic and you're deceived and all of those things. It's like, hold on, what if there's a bigger discussion to be had and and they're just gonna shut it down or even tell people to stay away from you for looking into that stuff. So that was my story, that's what I represent. I go back into that world and uh, and yeah, to, to win them, to show, to, to represent Christ, to represent Christ to them because most of them have had a bad representation of who Jesus really is. And I think that if they saw him for who he really is, that they would be madly in love with him like I am. And like many people who listen to my podcast, who join our prayer sessions and prayer circles, listen, we're madly in love with the Lord Jesus Christ. And the thing about it is no matter who attacks it or who points fingers, uh, you didn't let us into the club. You didn't shed your blood for us and you can't take that away. And so I'm letting people know that they can be confident in their own skin and that that they are free to explore. They are free to explore in the boundaries of a prayer. Father, show me the show me your mysteries. Show me the the things that that you want to reveal to me. And in that there's exploration and in that there's questioning because they've been told by people that they can't deviate out of the Bible or they can't read a certain version or they can't listen to a certain pastor or you need to quit listening to Bethel music because they're new age. All of these weird um, uh, schisms and schisms that many people in the body of Christ are doing and are just fighting and attacking each other. Listen, it is about exploration. It is about embracing the mystery of Christ and who he is in the depths of that. How far does his love reach? How far does his love actually go? Who does he show grace to, right? And so I believe that he has it's his will that nobody perishes, but that everybody would come into repentance and come to the saving grace of Christ and know that there's nothing that separates them between them and the Father. And Jesus is that bridge. He's the bridge back to the Father. He, he's the bridge that tore the veil. Now we can boldly come, everybody, because of what he did. And the reason they don't, because they don't know it. They had a bad representation. And so I go in there to um, you know, make myself look like a spectacle and all of that stuff that it was at first, but now it's catching on. I've tested the water and said, come on guys, we're not sinking. We got our eyes focused on the king. He won't let us drown. Let's go and get these people. Those, pe- those are people. They're not new agers. They're not new age Christians, there's no such thing. Quit putting labels on people. See the person for who they, tr- they truly are. See the gold in them. Because God has put that in them. To be curious. To explore the deep things of God. And many of these people saying, oh, you're not, you're not content with the simplicity of the gospel. No, I, I am content with the simplicity of the gospel, but I'm also intrigued by how deep the gospel goes. How far does this grace reach what happens when I put my faith in him what happens when I speak in tongues listen these are mysteries it is always the simplicity of the gospel until you start speaking about something else until you guys start talking about COVID being the mark of the beast and all then scaring folks and all of this stuff so now it's the simplest simplicity of the gospel and COVID 
now it's the simplicity of the gospel and how to baptize somebody and what name you got to uh, speak in and, and is it the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Then things start to get a little bit more complicated. The simplicity of the gospel is that God is not mad at you. He is madly in love with you and he's beckoning you to a relationship. And that relationship is demonstrated in the person of Jesus Christ who bids us to taste and see that the Lord is good. And so many Christians we get mad at this conversation in our exploration, right? And they want people to, to not even have the conversation. They're mad at us. All I'm doing is having conversations with people and lives are being changed by the one thing the church wouldn't let us do, talk about this stuff. Listen, God has called us to be fishers of men. You cannot clean the fish unless you catch them first. Somebody's got to go fishing. Somebody has to have my old pastor used to say, Allure. Allure. I used to be a member of a biker church. Shout out to Pastor Brian. And, and he would say, uh, True Seeker brings the allure because I was a hip-hop artist. I did hip-hop music at a biker church. Some people loved it. Some people hated it. All kinds of, of stuff. And he said, listen, True Seeker is allure to catch a certain people. Listen, for the people who are into the deep things. It is, it is, it gets, it's as simple, as shallow, or as deep as you are willing to go. The scripture says that the deep things, the secret things, the hidden things belong to the Lord. But many of our church brothers and sisters will tell us that the deep things belong to the devil. The deep things belong to the occult. Listen. That word occult simply means that which is hidden. The occult belongs to the Father. The hidden things belong to the Lord. Jeremiah 33.3 says that if you pray, if you call unto me, I will show you great and mighty things that are hidden that you do not know and cannot find out. The word in Latin would be occult. I will show you occult knowledge. Hidden knowledge, secret knowledge, the secret things belong to the Lord. And it is the glory of a king to search it out. We are kings and priests under the order of Melchizedek. You talk about mysteries. Come, We just opened up a whole nother mystery that we're going to continue exploring. But this stuff is about unfolding the mystery. Yes, it's simple. The simplicity is he's madly in love with you and there's nothing that separates you. That's simple. But unfolding that, giving him your trauma, he may be your Lord, but is he your Savior? Giving him all of your heart. There's hidden chambers of your heart that you haven't confessed, that you don't even know exist. You're a Christian, but you're still racist. Give him all of it. And this is the layers of the onion that God is unfolding for us. This is a mystery that is revealed in Christ in us the hope of glory such a mystery that's been hidden since the foundations of the earth that is being revealed now being revealed as the manifestations of the sons of god are stepping forth so don't let anyone talk down upon you don't let anyone uh put a uh, put you in a box of this box of the new age christians or whatever they you know i don't they they have all these weird boxes that they want to put us in because it makes it easy to identify. But we don't fit in any of those boxes. None of us do. So the beauty of what I represent to many of you and the beauty of what any of these pastors represent to any of you is that 
you don't have to have it all figured out for God to use you. Listen, I come from the church and, and did ministry. I know what doctrine banging is. I know when you meet a Christian and they want to uh, check off all the points and ask you what you believe to, to know if they can even be your friend, to know if they can sit at a dinner table with you and eat. Do you believe that Jesus is God? We did it on the Bob Larson interview. For those of you who have seen it, going down the checklist, what is hell? And if you get it wrong, then you're done. Like the, the fact, like they want you to believe everything that they believe. That's not how this works. And I guarantee you that you go to your pastor or you go to the person that's sitting on the pew next to you. And if the, the deeper that checklist goes, you're going to find out some really weird stuff. And these people will project on us and say, oh, you guys believe another Jesus. You have received another Jesus. The further that that list goes, you're going to find out that none of us serve the same Jesus, that some people believe that he can heal. Some people believe he don't heal no more. Some people believe that he still speaks. Some people believe that he only speaks expressively through his word. Listen, that's too, come on. The beautiful thing about all of this, and my point, is that we're supposed to be able to put that stuff aside, put our differences aside and say, yeah, we, we have differences. Well, the Bible says, can two walk together lest they agree? You're right, it does say that. And so we've always like, like went through that checklist. Oh, brother, you guys don't believe that. You believe pre-trib, post-trib. I can never talk to you again. It sounds silly, but it's you guys know it's true. Can two walk together unless they agree? And what happens is you find out that people will excommunicate you, mock you, put a mark on you, ghost you, break fellowship because you believe in post-trib or pre-trib or how old the earth is. It's, it's don't matter. That stuff don't matter. And we, we felt like it, it, it did and it does and listen put the stuff aside that we disagree on and when it says can two walk together lest they agree listen man we're gonna find what we can agree on and let's build on that i didn't want to go in there on on uh, bob larson's show and talk to him about chakras and all of these terms and phrases outside of the bible that's crazy how am i speaking to a christian audience like, let me explain this stuff from a biblical perspective. And even that word, I got to try to bring it back in the Bible that people have never heard of. It's not going to work. So when we're talking about these mysteries and these things, we're acting like know-it-alls because we've spent a little time studying or something like that. And I say, listen, you got to go and find somebody who is an expert in that. People are just glancing over this stuff because they've been told that they have to give an answer for everything. And now they're giving you answers about stuff they have no idea about. This stuff is so deep and so complex that it would take a lifetime for any of these subjects for us to dive deep into. And that's where the body of Christ comes in. Listen, I came out of dark witchcraft, occultism. Listen, I've stood face to face with evil spirits that showed up and manifested and you catch it on camera if you were filming. It wasn't just me, other people. I've been a part of all of that. It is real. Listen, it's a right way and a wrong way to do things. That's what I represent. That's what I bring to the table. You got to do everything in the truth of Christ and in love and in the beauty. And yeah, your intention does matter because all of this stuff, it's our tools. Prayer is a tool. How we talk to God. Everyone can pray. Doesn't mean God's going to hear you. Everyone can speak in tongues. We know that. That's glossolalia. That's a, that's a phenomenon that all, all religions practice. So there's a right way and a wrong way to do 
everything. So just to just shut people down and to mock them and make fun of them. Listen, man, that's not what we do. That's not what we do. Everybody has a different place in the body. Everybody has a different function in the body of Christ. And God designed it that way for a reason. For you to go up under one minister, one denomination even, and think that they got it all figured out. Listen, they may be good at one one thing. They may do one thing really good. Listen, I salute you and I wanna, I wanna partake in that and I wanna roll ideas and I wanna go deeper in that. Just a quick example, uh, Jimmy Swaggart in his ministry, they have an amazing, rep- uh, amazing revelation of the cross. They've, they've given their entire ministry to the study of the cross of Christ and the cross of Calvary. And they can break it down and show you so many mysteries and how it changes you and all that. But they think that they have the cornerstone revelation on the cross. They have a really good portion. But then you start hearing them talk about other things and they're way off. They're way off for good reason, guys. Find the things that we can agree on and walk together in that. And this is new. I know it's new. This is new to the body of Christ, but it's happening. It is happening. We are seeing people put uh, our differences aside, not even talk about it, not even bring it up to find what we can double down with and agree on and and get some more revelation and see another aspect of Christ in our diversity. You got churches filled with a bunch of hands. Them hands are just sitting there. They don't have any legs to carry them out to the city. Everybody has a different part, a different purpose in the body of Christ. And God designed it that way for a reason. When it comes to the occult and when it comes to dealing with demons and how to get free, listen, yeah, you got to talk to some people who are into that, who've given their life over to that. But the whole conversation is not to just demonize everything or, or to be afraid to have the conversation. And that's what Christianity, for the most part, has done. Why? Most of us are Protestant. We come about Protestant Christianity from the Protestant Reformation, which was birthed out of what they didn't agree with. Protestant, the word Protestant means to protest. We're going to let you know that you need to tell it, teach everyone the word of God. And just because they're not here, we all can read the Bible for ourselves. And okay, great. Like, okay, that's who we are now. We're under that umbrella. We're Protestants, right? And now you act like the Catholics your enemy, but we're not even going to go there. That's a whole nother story. But the word in term, the umbrella, Protestant means to protest. So no wonder why all of these Christian ministries, even though they mean well, the majority of them are only preaching about what they're against, what they protest. The word protest is a beautiful word. It's supposed to mean pro-testimony or pro-testify. Let's speak what we're for. But they're using protesting and they're protesting what they're against. So nobody knows what you're for, only what you're against. New Age is this. Do you know why people are running to the New Age? Do you know why people are running to occultism? Because the church gave up their mystery. The church lost their mystery. They lost their spirituality, their spiritual inheritance. And it's a lot bigger than anything we've seen. We've had glimpses of it in the past, but now it has to only be done this way and look it looks this way. And, uh, and people are having encounters. And people are going to the pastors. 
People are having dreams and visions about the things of God and, and, and coming things that, that are going to happen in their church. And, and, and so much so, beings and angelic messengers are showing up to people in the middle of the night. And you go to the pastor and they pray against it and call it demonic just because maybe the message wasn't a beautiful message. Maybe the message was about repent. And if you don't, a worse thing is going to come upon you. God has ordained prophets and preachers and teachers and apostles and everybody who serves a different part in the body. Listen, when if you've ever been in a, a service or a small home meeting or something where the spirit is free to move and you got somebody who's a teacher, somebody who flows in the prophetic, somebody is more apostolic. When you see all of those brothers and sisters come together my goodness, you'll see a move of God versus getting up there and just sharing a testimony or a sermon from one person. We are a body. We are a body and we're part of the body of Christ. And even though there's a lot of pushback from the people who are labeling us uh, Christian New Agers and those kind of things and they attack, listen, Christianity for the most part demonizes everything that they don't understand. Hence the Bob Larson talk, demonize what you don't understand. And even if, let's just say, even if I am 100% wrong, 1000% wrong, and I'm headed to hell, hellfire, that God has given up on me, and he's turned his back on me, and he's cut me off from his grace and, and life everlasting. Let's just say if that was a reality, it's not. But if it was, the Bible says that great is your reward when you restore somebody, somebody who's fallen away, somebody who's erred from the faith, Great is your reward in heaven if you're able to restore them. Do you guys want to see my, my inbox of, of comments from Christians who uh, gloat and laugh because they believe we teach false doctrine and, and that we're going to hell and that demons in, in, in are going to torment us? Like, like they're laughing about it. God is in the business of restoration, 100%. And he'll give you that, that wherever you came from, you'll have a burden to go back to those people. You will. And there's people in my life who honor and acknowledge what I'm doing. And it means the world. I didn't need anybody's approval. I didn't need anybody to send me. It was through the Holy Spirit. But when you see people who acknowledge that and they can see the fruit, if I showed you my inbox for the people who attack that and mock it and make fun of it and, and laugh at the fact that you're going to burn in hell forever for teaching false doctrine or, or to even think on the subject of hell, that if you don't believe in hell, then you, you, you're going to hell. Or if you take away the equation of, of, of telling people they're going to hell, then they're not really safe. There's some weird stuff out there, beliefs that we're married to that are just the traditions of men that aren't even scriptural. There is so much on the table for us to explore the right way. So many topics and so many spiritual abilities, spiritual gifts, oh gifts, spiritual gifts. Hey, hey, listen, there's a there's a there's verses that talk about spiritual abilities that God has given each of us. A, a diversity, they're all different. But we fight people because we don't understand. We've never seen them in, seen it in operation at this level. The church, for the most part, has given everything over to the new age. You've given all the cool stuff and said, God doesn't operate like that no more. Well, why does the devil still operate like that? Why do they get to go in, in trances and in, in, in the dream state and meditate and, and get information and, 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 and uh, overcome uh, things that are killing them and things like that? Listen, the, 
if, if the prophets did it, well, that's the Old Testament. If the disciples did it, if Jesus did it, then I want to do it too. Those are my example. Martin Luther's not my example. I'm sorry. He's not. There's things that you can learn. There's things that you can glean from. Any of these pastors today are not my example. I will follow them as they follow Christ. But when you get into all this other stuff and this extra stuff, listen, you can keep it. Listen, everybody has a piece of it. But it's the spirit that teaches you all things. We know that in the book of 1 John. You need not that any man teach you, but the Holy Spirit will teach you all things. The Apostle Paul talks about the, the gospel and how it came to him. He said, listen, no man taught me this. This came by the direct encounter and revelation from Jesus, who he never met. He's communing with Jesus, who's given him doctrine on some things that he's never met him in the flesh. Listen, we are stepping into the mysteries and you guys need to be encouraged. You're having experiences. You're having encounters. You've been told that they're not in the Bible. That's where I come in. That's where many Christian ministries and Christian, uh, I would call them mystics, come into play because they encourage you to search and to seek, but within the boundaries, right? What are you talking about? All of that's demonic. All of that. Listen, crystals. Uh, you know, there's, there's all these little ministry guys out here like condemning crystals and saying crystals are satanic. You should probably watch a documentary that came out um, by the U.S. military that showed you how to use crystals to uh, move energy. And how that if you take the old timey radios we had and you bust them open, there was a little crystal in there that would dial in the frequency from the satellites and from the radio towers to, to dial in on a frequency. The little quartz crystal inside your radio. It's new age, brother. Stop listening to your radio, sir. You are an antenna for the spirit world. For sure, when the Holy Spirit comes into the room, my all the hairs on my body stand up. I know when he's here, I can feel him, his presence. The atmosphere changes, it's so beautiful. Oh, that sounds new age. Listen, I got scriptures on this. If But you have to, it, it does sound new age because you've never heard it. But it's designed that way for a reason because you have to step out of the boat. Everyone's in the boat and Jesus is way out. He's left the building, guys. The Holy Spirit left the building. Jesus left the building and he's standing way out there on, on the ocean and we're in the boat. And you gotta step out into uncharted waters. Something that seems unfamiliar, but you know he's out there because he's calling you. Peter, come on boy, I got you. I'm not gonna let you drown, bro, come on. If he can do it, we can do it. He told us, he's rebuked us for not doing the same things he did. So this is a test. I'm fixing to step out of the boat. And all of us are going through very similar tests where God is, I don't know, man. I don't know. This looks like this or this looks like that. Okay, you have to wrestle with that. How bad do you want it? I might drown. When I step out of the boat, I might drown. But listen, it's worth it. If I drown, listen, it's going to be because I stepped out in faith. But he had his eyes fixed on the Savior who he knew would not let him sink. It's the same thing for us. God is calling us to deeper waters. And yes, let all of your study, let all of your exploration be done in prayer. Father, I'm asking you to guide me. I'm asking you to lead me to show me what the order of Melchizedek is. God, I'm asking you to show me how what empathy is. 
and they said there's a and the guy, little guy says there's a revival of the new age man people are having experiences and the church isn't answering their questions they're just demonizing everything like if god is calling you to something you can't you pray against it all you want he ain't finna change his mind this is your destiny scroll that you are supposed to unfold. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. You have to open the scroll. You have to unfold it. These are the deep, myster- mysterious things of God that are unlocked only in Christ. Only in Christ. Only in the light. Only in love. You know, when they ask me, like, is Jesus the only way? It's like, what do you, what does that mean? Is Jesus the only way? Like, every church believes that. Like, you got churches next to each other that are enemies. You got churches that hate each other, that expose each other, that call each other names and talk about each other at the dinner table. And, and this is normal. This is not of God. For us to be fighting. This is protest. This is looking at someone and, and seeing everything that you don't believe in, believe in and everything that's wicked. You've trained your mind to do that. Now, if you're doing that, if you're a watchman of the Lord and I'm protecting of the body of Christ and I don't want them to fall into error, good, great. You've trained your mind to look at things and to be able to see the evil. And it took you a long time to do it. It didn't come overnight. Train your mind to be able to look at that same stuff that those same people and give me some good stuff about them. What are they doing good? So, when all these people are attacking us and all of this stuff, look at something good. Listen, there's equilibrium. There is a balance. I'm thankful for what you bring to the body. I'm thankful for the souls that that you are reaching um, who are coming out of darkness. I'm thankful for everything that you're teaching on the cross, Jimmy Swagger. I'm thank I'm thankful for all the people in in your ministry who are equipped and and encouraged. But when you're when you're showing them the sword of the spirit, and you're teaching them how to use that sword to kill and fight other Christians, come on, man, that is a cancer. We're, we're, that's a that's essentially the spirit of a cutter, and you're talking about pagan practices. This is the spirit of a cutter to, to, to cut themselves and with, with, with the sword that God has given them, which is the word of God. Christians are like the only people who kill their wounded. When you see a brother struggling, when you see somebody who, who may have got into error, they may have got into some weird stuff and it seems far out, we just cut them off. Hey man, give up on that brother, man. He shot out, man. My Calvinist friends back in the day would say, well, he just wasn't elected and they'll keep moving. No, holy, this guy's bleeding, bro. Like, we have a medic. I may not be a medic, but I, I we have medics. Medic, come get this guy. Come on, pick him up. Put him on your shoulder. Walk with him. Nah, man, I know you're bleeding out, but we got you, bro. He still loves you, man. He's got a plan for you. You're still my brother. You know, when you restore somebody, great is your reward in heaven. And we don't know that because it's easier just to say, hey, bro, you need some help? And finish him off. 
with the, with the scriptures. And then who's going to pick them up? The new age. All of whatever. Like they're going to find somebody that resonates with what they got. They're going to go to where they're celebrated. They found out they've been in churches that are just tolerating them, that don't recognize the, the giftings and the abilities and, and the beautiful potential that God sees in them. They're just another face in the crowd. That, that time is over. I hope you know church numbers are down for a reason, for sure. It's an attack on the church, and you guys are raising up to fight your brothers and sisters. Well, we're not fighting. Not, not at all. I appreciate everything that, that, that these people are doing, even when they mock you and mark you. When I went on Bob Larson, that represented something deep, is that we can disagree. And what I brought to the table is I can smile, and he can tear me down and, and make fun of me. And even the comment sections are just, he's deceived. He, he started out in, I mean, just all of these just mean comments and, and cool, whatever. But the, what it was for me to sit there and smile and, and love him. And Bob, I appreciate you and honor that dude. You don't have to agree with me. You don't have to like me. He loves me. Find the people that honor you. Find, go to where you're celebrated, not just where you're tolerated. And the internet has opened that up so that people like me and our messages can get out there and it, it, was, it doesn't fall upon deaf ears. People are, it's, it's called resonance. Like there's people who need what you got and they show up. All of these things. Again, I mentioned crystals and all of this stuff is in the Bible. It's in there somewhere and it doesn't condemn it. People condemn and demonize what they don't understand. The Bible talks about this stuff. The children of Israel, every tribe had a crystal, a stone that represented them and it had a different property. It had a different color. It came from the earth and it did something different. And the high priest would put on the breastplate, the ephod, and put one stone from each tribe and be able to go. And we act like we understand it. Divination. Oh, these guys are practicing divination and you only give bad examples. The Bible is full of examples of divination where the prophets and, and Joseph and Jacob and Laban and many people bragged about how good they were at divination. The word divination means to divine, to be able to get an clear answers from God, clear answers from heaven. Again, if that divination thing is just simply a tool, you can use it for good or bad. People who are praying and they use prayer as a tool. You can pray to God or you can pray to demons. You can ask God to give you an answer. The casting of lots is divination. It was done in the New Testament. It was done for very important reasons and they believed 100% that God spoke to them on whatever the lot fell upon. 100%. People are having encounters with angelic messengers. They're waking up in the middle of the night and there's a being in their room and hands down, everyone in Christendom will say, you know, that that's a demon. That's a, man, was it might be an angel. What if it, God sends, sends you an angel and tells you to get up, it's time to pray at three in the morning. Somebody's, somebody's getting a, a phone call right now. Somebody got in a car accident, wake up and pray and an angel wakes you up. You have to be the one that goes within and say, Lord, what is it? What is it, God? And you have to commune. But we have so many things in our lives that Jesus had and he used that always was an icebreaker that opened up the door for his ministry. Burning incense, demonic, demonic. Listen, I came out of dark occultism. Again, beings that would walk in the room, 
being pulled into portals and all of this stuff. And I used incense to try to make contact with these beings and stuff. And um, so when I came out of it, I couldn't even be around it. If I smelled incense, guess what I had? PTSD from the occult. Oh my God, I, I, my heart started to race. I started smelling it. Hey man, I gotta go. I'd hear songs on the radio. And what those songs re represented to me in my brokenness and what they represented to me at the height of demonic possession. And I, I heard them in the trigger. Hey, I gotta go, I gotta get out of here. Hey man, and it was, man, I scarcely made it out. So yeah, I, I was, I used those things for bad. And then now you got people who, who did that and have done that and they make videos about incense is demonic. Burning incense is demonic. Listen, if I would have had uh, the internet and, and Facebook and YouTube and all that back in the day, I would have made those videos too. I would have 100% made those videos. But I didn't know that incense was something biblical. I didn't know that incense represented our prayers and that the, the priest would burn incense when they prayed and it would it would carry uh, their prayers to heaven and, and they believed in even smelling the, the scent and the aroma. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. When you smell a certain fragrance, it can relax your body to get ready for prayer, to burn some incense. No, that's demonic. Where is that? Listen, frankincense. All There's healing properties in in the herbs and things that God has put here, but you call it demonic. You call it everything, everything demonic. Again, you don't have to have it all figured out. You don't have to have all the perfect, correct doctrine. I believed that at one point. And so I was on this journey of getting the, the correct doc doctrine. And trust me, I still am. I still am. But there was this thing of like, if you didn't, it disqualified you. Or if you disagreed or somebody didn't, believe like you believe, then you can't speak at their church or you can't be friends with them and, and all of that stuff. But God is using people who don't have it all figured out. And honestly, I think it might be a prerequisite for God to use you is to not have it all figured out. The people who have it all figured out and have the, the right and correct doctrine usually gives birth to pride and arrogance. They start teaching and talking down to people that disagree with them. Oh, that's not what the Bible says. You're Trust me, I can screen, I've screenshot and show you my inbox. This is, if it, God forbid that somebody who doesn't know who they are, who, who God is calling to deeper waters, get, get those, those um, messages. Many of the people who watched the, the Bob Larson interview, a lot of my friends and, and a lot of people I don't know, they watched it and they couldn't watch it. They had to turn it off. Their hearts started racing. They started, their hands started shaking and sweating. And even mine was when I went into it, it was like, oh man, we going into the belly of the beast. You're fixing to be tore down, mocked and ridiculed, but I did it willingly, right? So a lot of people couldn't watch that. Why? They're watching from the privacy of their own home, from their cell phone and they're shaking and they had to turn it off. And they said, truthfully, I, I couldn't finish it, man. I couldn't do it. Why? Remember I just mentioned PTSD about occultism and about burning incense and it would, got PTSD from, PTSD from church folks, from people yelling at them and telling them they're going to hell and that God doesn't love them. And, and they've dealt with the Bob Larson persona, which Bob Larson is totally a persona. M many of you can't see that. But what he represents, this Pharisee spirit that you can be doing everything good and we're going to find the bad in it. Jesus, there was a man who was crawling on all fours because his legs weren't strong enough to hold him up. Jesus walks by him 
and he says, son of man, can you heal me? Do you believe you can be made whole? Yes. Stand up and walk. He, get, he helps him get up and he walks and he, he's able to carry himself on his own two legs. The Pharisees come along and they say, Why'd you, why did you just heal this man? Nazarene, why did you heal him? He couldn't walk. Oh, you should have did it. This is the Sabbath. We don't work on the Sabbath. That's all you can, that was a work. You worked on the Sabbath. You could see somebody get healed of cerebral palsy or whatever he had, get up and walk and look at him and be mad. What kind of spirit is that? What kind of spirit is that? And that's the spirit that people are operating in. We got to come out from under that thing. Look us up and, and, and see what, what makes us the same. What connects us versus what makes us different. We, listen, that's easy. We're all trained on that. That's the protest. You're not like us. We don't believe in speaking in tongues and we can't let you. Man, get out of here, man. God is, is, is honored in our diversity and you won't see the body of Christ come together until you see the ear connect on the same head and the same body as the mouth and the foot with the knee and the shin and all of us coming together and we're different. Listen, forget our differences. If we put our heads together, we can accomplish much. And I know that we're getting pushback from all of these, you know, church folks and they're scared and but but it's because they have to address it they have to address us listen we've been here a long time we've been doing we've been hidden now you've seen the manifestations of the sons and daughters of god we're your brothers and sisters regardless you gotta love me you got to love me so if you don't that's between you and him and you got to work that out i love you there's nothing you can say i just showed you that that we can have a, a conversation or a disagreement and you can call me every name in the book and think that, but you didn't let me into the club, you can't kick me out. One thing that I've noticed of going into the new age and speaking to a lot of these people, they're hurt Christians. They have spiritual gifts that nobody recognized and nobody was able to cultivate and teach them what to do. The Bible says that the spirit of the prophet is subject to the pastor it doesn't it doesn't say that it says the spirits of the prophets are subject unto the prophets we need to see that this young man has a gift there's there's a prophet in the house and you need to you need to have a conversation with him you need to if i listen wake up in the middle of the night and you're hearing you got you can see beings in your room you getting downloads and epiphanies and and all of these things when you're going to sleep and you're in between the sleeping and in waking state and God gives you a dream you go talk to the pastor about that see what happens go talk to a prophet or some a seer somebody who's trained in that somebody who knows what how to listen we can either cultivate this or we can rebuke it renounce it and they're going to go find somebody who can you got people again who are having these encounters and who have these giftings and abilities and the pastors don't know what to do with them. And so again, they, they rebuke it and talk down upon it and say, hey, just try not to bring that up, please. Don't, don't, break, don't tell nobody. It's, it's in them. It's their song. God is their gifting to humanity. They're gifting to the body. Please don't, uh, don't look into that, brother. You'll find out when you die. When you get to heaven, you'll be able to ask God why you heard those voices. You'll be able to ask God why you saw those things in the spirit. Why those, you know, we don't really know because that God doesn't operate like that anymore. That thing doesn't go away. You can ignore it all you want. 
it is within them it is their heart cry and god has put it in there so if the church can't answer their questions you know who would gladly answer your questions david wilcock occultists new agers jordan maxwell if you read stuff in the scriptures about astrology and about the stars and Orion and the Pleiades and the Zodiac, which are all within the Bible from Genesis to Revelation. It's all in there. Go to your pastor, ask him about that, see what happens. Well, we, God don't speak like that anymore. Well, why do I keep, why is this coming up and, and, and he's speaking to me through everything? Like what we call synchronicity, God's confirming it. I can't run away from this. God is calling me deeper. I'm praying against it and it won't leave. What do I do with it? Well, just keep praying, brother. Stand your ground. You go to Google. Zodiac in the Bible. What does Orion mean? Welcome to the wonderful world of the New Age and the occult because the pastor didn't recognize the gift that was in them. We got to step up. We got to do better. And it doesn't just repent. Don't, don't follow it out. If you follow it out, you can't come to our church. We can't let you teach anymore. So my message to people watching this who are um, Orthodox Christian and all of this is heretical to you and all of that stuff and you will never jump on board. Listen, um, man, show people grace, man. Don't judge a book by its cover. Be, be slow to speak. Be quick to listen. Walk a mile in that person's shoes. Talk to them a little bit. See where they're coming from. We act like we got it all figured out. We're barely scratching the surface, man. And to my friends who are being labeled and kicked out of the church and you're in the new age and you look up to some of these people that I mentioned, listen, that everybody has something beautiful to bring to the table, something that you can learn from. My prayer for you and my heart for you and what I represent is that you don't turn your back on Christ. You don't turn your back on the foundation and the beauty of the scripture and the beauty of King Jesus who, who died and his blood uh, cleanses you from all uh, unrighteousness and that God wants to, to dwell with you because when you step into that, we've been lied to, so we, we've, we're stepping into it thinking that we're doing God a dis disservice, thinking that we're stepping away from God because we're, we're searching or studying the stars because the church has told us not to, but it's designed that way for a reason because you got to step out of the boat, step out of the boat, but listen, go directly towards Jesus because like I found and many people found that it, the moment that your mind and your, your eyes get off of him, you'll sink. You begin to sink. So you have to step out in faith and keep focused, keep walking, but keep focused on the Messiah. Nobody let you into the club. They can't kick you out. One of the things that happens on this uh, pendulum process, if you will, of going back and forth and trying to figure out who we are in him and what ministry looks like and all of this stuff because we can't find nobody that speaks up or vouches. Um, a lot of times we will look at those people, all of my inbox messages that are all mocking and marking and watching videos of, of the little guys you know, rebuking and renouncing and pastors calling it out from the pulpit and everyone, you know, there's an echo chamber, man. The only people that believe like us are here. And a lot of times what that does is makes it where we hear that stuff. And for some reason, it represents Christianity and, and, and the true Christ and, and who he really is and what it represents. And we, we put 
all of that on Jesus and what religion is and as a whole and many of us walk away from it as a whole for good because of what someone else did and so again and that happens quick that happens fast so that's why it's important to keep your uh, focus on Jesus to be focused on the prize and the work that he did because he loves you he'll never leave you never forsake you I know them people talked about you they gave up on you all that stuff but he said I will never leave you I will never forsake you and I've called you to this place to come into deeper levels of intimacy and trust and so that's who we are that's what we represent and that's what we're going to do and the good thing is what we're finding out now the reason these guys had to address this and they're going to continue addressing it is because they know that it's a lot of us we don't know that because we go through this thing we feel like we're alone man there's nobody who believes like me nobody has seen this stuff i don't have anyone to talk to until you find it, until you find your tribe, until you find resonance. But we need to know that we're not alone. There's a lot of us. There's churches that will love to have you come speak and share your story and share these angelic encounters and share how to uh, really take speaking in tongues to the next level and, and how to tap into it and really unfold it and what it means because God has given you a burden to study that thing out and to chase it and to not let go until you're blessed. The, the true bride of Christ are awakening and they're being revealed. And so there are so many ministers, there's so many people who are here to embrace you, to equip you and to walk with you in your spiritual giftings. No matter how far out they are, we'll try to find it in the context of the Bible because trust me, it's probably in there somewhere. And we are not alone. We are many, we're growing by the day with every video, with every person owning their story and their testimony it shows somebody else that the water is safe, that I'm not going to sink, that I'm actually going to swim as I step out. We're not alone. There's so many, again, what I would call Christian mystic ministers, and they may not call themselves that. And, and, and I'm pretty far out as far as what I bring to the table, right? Um, but there's a lot of people who, who, um, who believe very similar things and who believe in the deep things of God. And they believe that the mysteries and the secrets belong to the Lord. They don't belong to the devil. And so some of those people who, who have been uh, really uh, encouragements to me, whether they, they know me or even vouch for me again, because I represent someone who goes into that realm and uses that terminology. A lot of them don't use the terminology. So you have that. And the cool thing about that is that we can still talk about the same things and use a lot of terminology. Angels have different names. There's different types of demons. There's, there's all the terminology. It's not just angels and demons or this and that. There's so many colors and gradients and shades in between. And that's the, the beautiful thing about this whole thing, about the expression of the body of Christ. And so some of those people, I'm going to just mention their name. You can look into some of their work if you want. You may recognize their names. They may stand out. But some people that I vouch for, that I believe in, and I'm thankful for their work in this, this field of Christians who are um, uh, embracing who they really are in Christ and they're embracing the mystery. Some of these people include ministries like uh, Gil and Adina Hodges from Kingdom Talks, Kingdom Talks Ministries, um, Karina Pataki with her ministry, Dr. O., amazing. I've had most of these people on my podcast. Dr. K. Fairchild is helping a lot of people and showing you how the gospel and the regeneration happens not only in your body and your spirit, but also in your mind and, and working through these ungodly beliefs and unfolding it. And it's so much to offer that she's given her life to unfold that and to share it 
and she can bring that to the table and show you so much stuff that that we've missed and it's beautiful and it is the mystery and it belongs to God and the children of God who seek it out. Another name, John Crowder. Kirby Delanero, listen, if anybody, I gotta say his name, that brother, what he embraces and in, in, in the mystery and, and, the, and the, the, the beauty that God has hidden a piece of his heart in everything and in everyone and being able to search that out and seek it and to honor it in people even if you disagree with them. Kirby Delanero with Wildlife Ministries, amazing. Listen, these people don't vouch for the new age. They're not new age. They are uh, madly in love with Jesus and in love with Yahweh and they would never use those terms. Some of them use the terms next age. This is stepping into the next stage of what the Father has. Listen, other people such as Justin Abraham, his ministry and what he represents and what he brings to the table. Nancy Cohen, Dan Oskopinski, amazing brother ministry that he has, and uh, Nico Morales. And these are people that I, I vouch for, and there's so many more that I've left off, off of there. But um, listen, feel free to explore, but make the main thing the main thing. And for those of you who have been ran out of the church and you've been told that you're not a part of the body of Christ or you're not a part of the church because you don't go to a church, listen, they got it all wrong. They didn't invite you. They didn't die for you. They didn't let you in, so they can't kick you out. I don't care. The mystery is hidden, but it's being revealed now through the manifestations of the sons of God. You're going to be put up put up with all of these labels, and they're going to call you names, and they're going to mock you and ridicule you. It's for a reason. Your ego has to die. You have to die with uh, th that you care what people think about you. In the scriptures, it says that the disciples love not their lives even unto death, and that that um, um, trust and faith that they had in, in Christ and, and, and making him known, it opened them up to so much revelation, so many experiences that they would go and preach Christ and speak Christ in places that nobody else would go. So me, I, uh, you know, I use a lot of terms that uh, aren't in the Bible, right? But, but they're talking about something very similar. I mentioned glossolalia, glossalia, like that's not in the Bible. Um, Speaking in tongues is, praying from your spirit is in there. It's a mystery, we're unfolding it. It tells us that it's a mystery. The Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians 14 to seek after the spiritual gifts, the spiritual abilities to, to desire them, earnestly desire, burn with passion for the spiritual gifts and for the mysteries, man. I'm not giving it up. I haven't given it up and I'm not because it's revealed in Christ. I hope that you enjoyed this long rant and I um, hope you can hear some of my heart. There's so many more videos where I talk about this stuff and I break each one of those things that I kind of mentioned in an overview. I break them down and, and, uh, and we're going to continue to do that. I'm excited about what God is doing in the body of Christ. I'm excited about what he's doing in our diversity and that we can look at things that, that, that used to separate us, but now they bring us together and we're stronger than ever. Listen, guys, you got a place, you got somebody who believes in you, you got a tribe, what I do, what I bring to the table, check it out, look at my links below, my Patreon, we do weekly prayer, weekly meditation, discussion, all of that stuff with people from all over the world, man. We are growing in numbers and uh, I'm excited about what God is doing now and what he's going to do in the future. Many blessings to each and every one of, one of you. Don't let them label you. Walk in love when they do and uh, 
man, we're gonna we're gonna win this thing for Christ. Many blessings, everybody. Shalom.